Hi folks, Bob Main here with another episode of today's survival show. Helping you do what you can with what you have, wherever you are. This is a practical preppers show. I keep this thing rooted in common sense. My goal is to help you with some ideas to do exactly what I say when I open the show. Help you do what you can with what you have wherever you are. These are trying times. And so that's what we talk about. This is episode 196. And uh, by the time you're going to hear this, it's going to be in early January uh, 2013. I'm recording this on January 2nd. It'll probably go out this Friday on the 4th, uh, January 4th, 2013. Well, I'm back from my vacation. I'm rested. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to resume. Reality has hit again. Uh, took a nice Caribbean vacation, floated out in the Caribbean on a cruise. It was a long-time family vacation that we had been planning. You know, I believe that part of prepping is taking a break. I really do. I think you got to take a break once in a while. you got to avoid burnout. You have to avoid prepping burnout, and you have to avoid burnout in other areas of your life. Balance is so important. You know, I've talked about that, and that's one of the things I wanted to make as a main topic of this podcast, of this particular episode called balance. So I'm going to talk about balance and balancing your preparations because I think it's important that you don't get too far prepped in one certain area. And I'll explain what I mean a little bit later. So let's talk a little bit about my philosophy of prepping and let's see if it kind of lines up with yours. I believe in balance. One of the reasons we wanted to take this vacation was just to get away for a while. I've seen so many people with their lives out of balance. And I think if you practice this now, if you get your life in balance now, it'll pay off great dividends when the stink hits the fan. And, you know, if you've been reading Glenn Tate's book, 299 Days, you'll kind of know what I mean. I've, I've finished the first two books now. Uh, books one and books two. Books one, Book one is the preparation. And uh, let's see, book two... It's called The Collapse. And, you know, he talks about a partial collapse. And so far in books one and book two, I have, I have read what Glenn talks about in terms of a partial collapse. I'll be starting book three uh, this week called The Community. And one of the things that I learned in there is that he benefits because he has a balanced approach to his prepping. And even though, you know, now, if, if you follow politics, which I hate, you know, I hate this show. I mean, I hate, I hate making this show about politics. I try not to refer to politics very much on today's survival show because it's such a divisive subject. But here's the reality. Politics affects us. Even though you might not like it, it has a direct effect on us, does it not? And, you know, you hear these politicians talking about a balanced approach. Yeah, well, you know, I say screw that. Uh, you know, but I think it does apply to prepping, to preparations, to common sense preparations, to the nin, to the no tin foil hat approach. I believe it, it you you have to have a balanced approach. And what I mean by that is be careful not to prep too much in one area. You know, guns are a good example. Most of you know I love firearms. Most of you know I do another podcast called The Handgun World podcast and all I do is talk about guns on that podcast 
But I think a lot of people are getting kind of freaked out because, you know, the recent elementary school shooting, that horrible, horrible, unspeakable tragedy that actually happened that I'm still grieving over. And a lot of people are all freaked out now. Oh, boy, they're all afraid now that our gun rights are going to get taken away. And probably some of them will. Let's just face reality. You know, this is a new reality. We now have a brand new reality, a new America. You know, Glenn Tate and I talked about that in episode 191. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that. The new reality is we're probably going to be facing a little bit more gun control. I hope that we can fight back. If you haven't joined the NRA, if you haven't joined the Second Amendment Foundation, put your differences aside. These are the two companies or these are the two organizations that drastically help us preserve our Second Amendment rights. So join the NRA. Join the Second Amendment Foundation. But don't get too overly lopsided on your preps with firearms. That's not everything. You can't eat your guns. You can't eat your ammo. So think about that. So lately, we decided, hey, we had to take a break. And boy, what a great break it was. And every once in a while, you got to take a break. And some people go on what's, you know, what's called a staycation. When I had Dan Vamus from the Homestead Dividends podcast on several months ago, he talked about a staycation where people stay home and take a vacation. But at least they just take a break. They get away. That's so incredibly important. It, it rejuvenates you. It kind of revitalizes you. It gets you, it gets you thinking about, again about what's important and it gets your mind you know, off of it and you have to relax. Uh, in in Glenn's book, I, I've I've learned that things get very very stressful after the partial collapse, and we all know that it's going to get stressful. But you might be doing things and working at a pace and doing things that you're just simply not used to doing on a regular basis. You know, your activity level might be at a level where you just have never been there before. You've never never been that active before, and it's going to be very stressful. And I think even after the stink hits the fan. You're going to have to take some breaks. So set yourself up for that. Now, what to do before the stink hits the fan in order to um, be more balanced? Well, one of the things I've been doing is writing down and making a note of the preps that I've been doing lately. And I noticed that when I write them down and I make a list, I can see where I'm going too far and where I'm not. So... Let me talk about some key areas. Well, one of them is firearms. Another is food storage. Another is water storage. Another is financial. Are you financially balanced? Just because our stinking government won't get financially balanced doesn't mean that you can't. Okay, one thing they haven't done is they haven't taken away our rights to be personally responsible. And until that happens, I think that we we can still wake up every day with a smile on our face. Because you know what? You still have the right to choose your life in a responsible manner. To live your life in a responsible manner. And that's what I want to urge you to do with this podcast. So financially, I would say probably, you know, I've, I've mentioned this before, but that's probably the most important thing you can do is financially get yourself in balance. In other words, very simple. Spend less than you make. Save. Put away. Uh, You might be worried about the dollar. I'm worried about the dollar. So right now, my wife and I are strongly considering, you know, beefing up some of our non-monetary investments, things like real estate, uh, things like uh, someplace that we can maybe build a bug out location or build out a, I, I like to call it an alternative living location. It might not be a situation where you're bugging out. 
It might be an alternative living situation. In other words, if you lose a job and you can't keep your house, wouldn't it be nice to have a second place to go to? Might not be a real fancy place, might be just a bare bones place, but at least it's a place. At least it's a roof over your head. At least it's a place to go that's paid for or almost paid for. I think that's a great investment. I think that's probably a better investment than putting money into dollars right now. I think in the coming months and years, it's going to be very, very important to have a place that doesn't cost you much to live, you know, where where your payments are extremely low or where you have no payments. So, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the things that we're looking at is buying a small piece of property and getting probably some kind of a small modular home or something put on it that's going to be very, very inexpensive, something that we can pretty much pay cash for. Or if we can't pay cash for, if we do take out some financing, we're financing like perhaps half the cost and paying it off in two or three years so that we have a free or almost free place to live. Nothing's free. You've got to pay the taxes. You have to pay the upkeep and the utilities and things. But if I didn't have to make any payments, if I could just pay the taxes and the utility and the upkeep, hey, that would be great. And so that's kind of our plan about five years from now. So we're setting a five-year goal. What's your five-year goal? But balance those preps. You know, take a look at what you're doing with your investments, even if your investments are small. Could you be buying gold? Could you be buying silver? Could you be buying real estate? Could you be putting it into more food preps? Uh, All kinds of things. Don't just get too far into one area is what I'm talking about. Now, make no mistake, uh, we do carefully budget, and I am carefully planning my my firearms preps. In other words, uh, most of you know I'm also a firearms trainer. So I have to have ammunition and supplies to conduct my firearms training classes in 2013. So I'm prepping for that. That's a side business of mine. So really those are business expenses. But I'm buying at today's prices so that if the prices get jacked through the roof, if they do get successful in putting that 50% tax on ammo then at least I've prepped. I've purchased a bunch at today's prices. I find it difficult that that would pass, but you never know. You know The way our government is right now with all this fiscal cliff, cliff crap and all this garbage, you know, these politicians just don't even know which end is up. So I don't trust them anymore. I do not trust them anymore. I mean, I have been way too patient. If some of you have been following me on Facebook, you've seen my posts. I've been way too patient with these people. I'm through. My patience level is gone, done. So my trust level is down to zero now. And my goal is the only thing that I trust right now is me and my family. But balance it out. Don't get too heavily weighted into one area. So what have I been doing lately? Well, one of the things that I'm going to do or what what I have been working on is communications. Uh, The last episode, episode 195, I had Isaac on talking about the Motorola i355 direct talk portable radios. I have not picked up a couple of those yet. I noticed that some of you have sent me emails and made posts that you have purchased some of those. Let me know. I am going to be getting a couple of those. I'm also going to be getting a couple of portable CB radios, and I am going to be looking towards the ham radio. Um benefits towards later this year i think later this year i'm going to work on that it's all about budget folks i've only got so much money that i can spend 
And again, I'm trying to balance this and spread it around a little bit. But I think, at least for me, that's going to be the best approach. So improving my communications. And in reading the book, the book series, 299 Days, I'm already at the point now where Glenn and his, uh, or uh, Grant Matson and his team are using their, their stink hit the fan communications to be very, very effective after a partial collapse. And boy, that's really opening up my eyes. So that's something that I'm going to be on the, uh, on the lookout to really improve. So now that we have this new year, now that we have this new year, my preps are definitely taking a new focus. Another prep that I'm working on is getting back into better physical condition. I have lost, um, let's see, I've lost, I lost 28 pounds and then I put about five back on. So I'm still 23 pounds lower than I was about a year ago now, or about nine months ago now. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep the weight off. I want to get rid of another 12 to 15 pounds and get back into shape. Physical fitness. Folks, I can't stress strongly enough. This is common sense stuff. Physical fitness. You're going to need a lot of stamina. I really believe that there is a partial collapse coming. I really do. And who knows when it's going to come. You know, is it going to be next month, next year, seven years from now? I don't know. We, we can't sustain the path that we're on, and the government's not going to change. There is a partial collapse that is going to come. You're going to need a pretty good physical, physical condition and stamina probably to be able to do some of the things you're going to need to do. You might, need, you might be doing a whole lot more walking than you ever thought. You might be building things. You might be fixing things. You could be chopping wood. You could be moving uh, different pieces of furniture. You could be doing things, riding bikes. You could be doing things that you never thought that you'd be physically doing when you're living fat and happy and everything and everything seems to be going good before the stink hits the fan. All of a sudden, the stink hits the fan, and now all of a sudden, you have to do some things. You just Your body's not used to doing. Why don't you get your body used to it now? And so I'm, I'm rededicating myself. I kind of fell off of the exercise wagon there for a while. I was able to lose weight without having to exercise a tremendous amount. Now I'm going to put the exercise in there to get back into good physical condition, to increase my stamina. That's the important thing is increasing stamina. So, you know, I'm a member of Planet Fitness uh, here in the San Antonio area. So is my wife. Uh, together, it's like about $30 a month. Very, very inexpensive prep. Very well worth it. One of the things I believe is some of the best health care that you can get. You know, forget Obamacare and all that garbage. One of the best health care systems that you can take advantage of is keeping yourself as healthy as possible. Eating right, exercising don't drink, don't smoke, do the right things, take care of yourself, take care of yourself now, get the preventative maintenance you're supposed to get, that's real health care, in my opinion. I have celiac disease, which means I'm allergic to the uh, gluten protein, which means I'm allergic to wheat, so I have to be very careful. I have to be careful with what I eat anyway. Well, that's a prep, and of course, by the way, that affects my food storage. When I when I store food, I got to make sure I'm storing plenty of food that's also gluten free. That makes it a little bit more difficult. Not impossible. There's a lot of good resources. Some of you who have been listening to this show, you've been emailing me excellent resources to find gluten free food, and uh, it's been helping. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And it, it's it's so it's making me think about that kind of stuff. So um, let's see. Oh, well, you know, there's a couple more things here I wanted to cover. 
I got a little off track there. Sorry. Thinking, adjusting my adjusting my thinking. That's another thing I'm going to start doing. Now, I'm going to start looking at current events differently. That that's one of the keys. I think you need to start taking an analytical look at the current events and looking at them differently. You know, take a look at what's really going on. Take a look at what's not being said and what's not going on. Dig a little bit deeper. One of the things that preppers do is preppers have an independent mindset. I did a podcast about this a long time ago, a couple of years ago. The independent mindset. You look at something, you don't just take it for face value. I'm not just talking about what the politicians do. I'm just talking about also what's going on around you locally. It means that you're going to think critically when you're presented with information by the media as well. You know, It means that you're going to truly weigh the pros and cons of everything and for example when you uh, when you spend money you're going to truly weigh the pros and cons of spending money it means that when you shop you're not just looking to feed your family uh, but you're also looking to plan and your food stores down the road and into the future so even if you have just a small little voice in the back of your mind that's th- that says that things just aren't quite what they should be then you kind of know that you've crossed that point. You've, you've, you've hit that tipping point where you can choose whether you want to start being aware and, and get rid of that uneasy feeling that you've got right now. Or you can just choose to keep on doing things the way you've always done them. And as we know, what's the old saying? If you keep doing what you've always been doing, you're going to always get the same result. So... You know, changing, changing thinking. That's, you know, and I, it's, it's, a, it's an evolving process. It's never too late, folks. If, you, if you're relatively new to this, I do have new listeners, and you guys email me once in a while, and it's great to hear from you. And I'm, I'm glad the show is still growing. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I keep doing it is because it's, it keeps on growing. So there seems to be more and more people taking an interest in, in survival and prepping now. I think they see that you know what's going on is not sustainable. I think they see that what's going on is going to lead to some kind of a, of a disaster of some kind eventually. So it's, there's, there's always time. There's always time. The problem is, is here's what we've got. We, we've, we've got probably 90% of the people in this country, I think, that are, that are just still sheep. And I pull that number out of the air. Maybe that's too high. You know, we still got three quarters, let's say, of the people who are just still sheep. They just still don't get it. But if you've got that little voice whispering warnings and telling you that there's something very wrong, you know, if you want to call it your instinct or whatever, or if you want to call it God talking to you, you know, just listen. Listen to it and get prepared and start right away. You know, even if right now you've only got a couple weeks worth of food and water, okay? Still, that's a couple weeks. That's a couple weeks that you're going to survive and not be hungry if the stink hits the fan. If all of a sudden the trucks quit running and they can't take food to the grocery stores anymore. You might think, well, Bob, boy, you're being kind of wacky, huh? No, I'm not being kind of wacky. It's pretty realistic that we could have a situation where trucks are not delivering food to the grocery stores at the pace that they're delivering now. What if all of a sudden we have this humongous spike in gas prices for whatever reason? What if gas just absolutely freaking goes through the roof and the trucks just simply can't afford to, they just simply can't afford, the truckers can't afford to drive their trucks? What's going to happen then? They can't supply enough food to the grocery stores. All of a sudden, there's a run on groceries. You're okay for two weeks. Now, you've got to have more than two weeks. But even if that's all you got right now, 
That's a start. If you don't have two weeks worth of food and water, get it quickly. You know, don't forget that natural disasters can also occur, and that'll interrupt the flow. It'll interrupt the flow of the trucks and the food and the commerce and the availability of goods. Illnesses. You know, what if what if there's a some kind of a, a pandemic that that spreads or some kind of an epidemic locally that spreads and causes a great deal of illnesses? I mean, there's all kinds of things that can that can interrupt life as we know it, life as normal. You know, if you're listening to me from the area that was affected by Hurricane Sandy recently, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It happened to you back in November, didn't it? So as I wrap this up, it's kind of a short pro- a podcast, a little bit shorter than normal. But, you know, I've got more in the coming days. You know, I'm kind of coming off of a, vac- of a vacation. So it's, you know, been a little bit difficult for me to prepare a, um, a, a definite subject like I wanted to prepare. But next week, I'm going to have a definite subject and kind of expand on that. But I want to just kind of review the five basic human needs and be thinking about this. And for 2013, I want you to be thinking, how well are you covered? In the five basic human needs. Water, first of all. Not necessarily in this order, but but pretty close in this order. Water, you know, don't forget about the water. Do you have water stored? Do you have filtration methods? Do you have purification methods? That That's so vitally important. And then, of course, food. Take an inventory. You know, why don't you start this new year by taking an inventory of your food storage and see where you're at. You'd be surprised. Sometimes you think you have more food than you do. I noticed that. I noticed when I took an inventory of my food service, food, food storage, I went, whoa, oh man, it's not quite what I thought. So I hurried up and went to work on that and beefed that up a little bit. Shelter. Now, as I told you, um, my wife and I are giving very serious consideration, and we're probably going to pretty soon, we're going to begin investing in another another living location. Okay, so that'll be our second source of shelter. It'll be far enough away from where we live that we can get away from whatever dangers that might be present in our current neighborhood, but we can get to a point where it's going to be safer and still have plenty of, uh, of shelter. Now, portable shelter also. Uh, I carry materials in my car to be able to create portable shelter. You know, I do a lot of traveling. Most of you know I have a job. I have a sales job. I have a real job where I travel around South Texas and Louisiana uh, selling my products. And if, if for some reason I'm stranded out on the road and some kind of a disaster hits and the roads are kind of impassable and I've got to stay put for a while, I can make some portable shelter if I need to. If for some reason I can't use my car as shelter. Sometimes it's not very wise to use your car as shelter. It really depends on the situation that you're in. I have materials where I can make shelter, even just simple things. You know, uh, there's all uh, contractor size or contractor grade garbage bags. I love those things. Those big contractor grade garbage bags. You take that and some rope and some sticks and so forth, and uh, you can tie that to the edge of your car. You can make yourself a shelter if you need to. I've got fire starting equipment and everything. You know, I could make it for a little while. Fortunately, where I live, South Texas, our winters are not real brutal. So it's not like I'm going to freeze to death out there. Now, if you live in a northern climate, you know, building a shelter outside right now in the middle of the winter might not be all that smart. But prepare for your particular environment. 
Again, the next basic human need is energy, uh, portable generators, uh, different ways to keep food cold, different ways, you know, propane gas and things like that. Do you have ways to cook? Do you have energy that you can use to create heat and cook and to heat your home? You know, maybe you've got a wood-burning system. And finally, security. Um, Security, that falls into a lot of, that covers a lot of different areas. It's it's things like alarm systems. It's things like guns. Uh, it's situational awareness, and a lot of it is just what you know and and what you know and how you know you know what to look for. It might even be something as simple as carrying some pepper spray or mace with you. I just recently got a new flashlight. I recently just got a new Phoenix flashlight, a little bit bigger than what I normally like to carry, but it's more of a weapon for me, and it's a lot brighter. It's about three hundred and something lumens. And even something like this can provide some security. You'd be amazed if you know how to use a flashlight with a crenulated bezel and that shoots out a bright stream of light, you know, over 300 lumens of light. Uh, If you practice and if you know what you're doing, this can be a portable security item that you can carry with you that is legal anywhere you go. Tell me where it's illegal to carry a flashlight. You know, so simple things like that. So once again, I hope you're taking a balanced approach. I hope you're not too heavily weighted towards one area in your preps. And I got more that I'm going to speak about on this subject coming up. So next week, next Friday, I try to put these podcasts out on uh, early Friday morning. I'm going to have a specific subject and get more in depth. But happy New Year, everybody! Hope the 2013. I know we. It, I know it's challenging. I know 2013 might not be starting out the way a lot of people want to start out maybe it is maybe it's going good for you dedicate yourself to realizing that there is a new reality hey start reading glenn's books if you want to buy his books go to my website www.todayssurvival.com there's a recommended books section and i'll put a show notes link to the recommended books section you can go on amazon you can get glenn tate's books 299 days there's also another book i recommend called gunfighting by cr williams Uh, cr williams is an excellent uh, trainer and if you want to learn more about how to use your your firearms and so forth you can also buy that on amazon as well start educating your mind but it will it will really really open your eyes i know some of you have been reading glenn's books Uh, I'm going to do some book reviews on it pretty soon. Uh, I want to finish all four that are out right now before I do a review, and then I'll go back and I'll I'll do a good review. So that's going to be coming up. But just click the recommended books link in the show notes or at today's survival show, and you can get a copy, and it'll help support my show. And by the way, uh, the Survival Champions Club, uh, part two of building a prepper team, is available. It's available for $25. You can buy that at todayssurvival.com. I do not have sponsors on this show. Everything I do, the podcast, the the blog site, and the forum and everything is all free. The only way that I support the show is by generous listeners like you. It was an awesome interview. So if you want part two, let me know. If you invest 25 bucks to help support my show, I'll email it to you. It'll be yours to keep. Please join the forum at today's survival show click the forum button and join get signed up send me an email please if you sign up for the forum that's how i keep spammers out if you send me an email i know you're listening i know that you're a listener and that you seriously want to contribute my email is bob at today's survival.com there's two s's in that bob at today's survival.com 
Com. With that said, folks, thanks very much for tuning in to another episode of today's survival show. It's my goal to help you do what you can with what you have wherever you are. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week. Bye-bye.